Previously on The Lineage of Moonreach, there were a shitload of calcifers dangling from the ceiling and mysterious doors in the walls. We had a hell of a time dispatching of said calcifers. The calcifers merged into a big old nasty calcifer, but we ran away like heroes do. And we've now found ourselves in a chamber with presumably the real calcifer. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Whee! Hello. Hi. <laughs> A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play... <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> I'm, Tomas, I'm Tomas, and I play Cypress Hill. The whole band. I'm Lindsay, and I play... That isn't even making a sound. <laughs> could you not hear it? I could hear it. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 138. Wow! Wow! (laughs) Oh my god, 138! I know, we're getting close. We're getting close there, guys. Gee willikers! Gee willikers willikers indeed. (laughs) Gee golly. Gee golly, McWillikers. Goodness. McWillikers. <laughs> McWilliker goodness. <laughs> the McRib is back. Limited time only. Limited time only at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't know where the McRib is at. The BK McRib. <laughs> the Bick Rib. We have a new patron, guys. There you go. Ooh, what? Hey. Again? Yeah, it's actually the person that did our review last time bray bay 666 oh. is now our patron at the marshall tier hey bray which is awesome she's only hey, listened bray, bray. at the point of this recording she's only listened to like 20 some episodes so Ooh. that may change at any point yeah, we'll see. <laughs> she's gonna dip out long before she gets to this one yeah. <laughs> never gonna hear this but we appreciate your patronage thank you <laughs> sending it out there in the ether send it out the good vibes <laughs> Well, yeah, welcome aboard Brebe666. Thank you for oh, Brebe, supporting Brebe. us, <laughs> making us new warlocks. That's pretty good. Brebe, Brebe. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. <laughs> for tonight's Around the Campfire question comes directly from one of our patrons, Austin B1024. Austin. Austin wants to know, if you had unlimited funds, what is one thing you would buy without hesitation? World peace. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start with Tomar. What is one thing I would buy with unlimited money? Correct. No, like the first thing, no hesitation. I would buy a bunch of diamonds. To bring back the people that I let down that died that I care about. (laughs) Because that's apparently what it takes in this universe to bring people back from the dead. Shitload of diamonds. Final answer. 
That makes you sense. You win a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> <laughs> Not diamonds though. <laughs> no. I need much more money to bring people back. So and it's going to be heavily taxed. Um, uh, Pinwin. Yeah. Unlimited funds. What are you buying? No hesitation. Um, can I buy back Hesitate. the lives of the hobgoblins that I had to, you know, sacrifice? The answer is no. Well, <laughs> mm, so money things? Um, money things. You know, maybe uh, some more pants. But really, I mean, I have some money. I just, uh, time is kind of, eh, we don't have a whole lot of time. My pants. My beautiful pants have some rips in them. I would like to pay a seamstress that can fix my pants. But that's that's pretty much it. With unlimited funds, you're going to fix your pants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right now that's a, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, you know? It's just the it's top tier. to hold on to your money, I guess. It's the top tier concern. <laughs> it is. It is. My pants are important to me. <laughs> they're, they're a... My pants are an extension of myself, you know? And maybe, like, uh, if there's something that would, like, protect Shade Home and turn into, like, a, <laughs> like an Atlantis kind of situation, that'd be pretty cool. But pants first. But pants and that... <laughs> Yeah. Very nice. Gorble, unlimited funds. First thing you're buying, no hesitation. No hesitation. I would make my gargantuan mansion a reality. Yes. Ooh. Done. <laughs> I am so for that. <laughs> With the servants and everything? They would be paid. Oh, handsomely. Yeah. Ooh. Emphasis on the handsome. Mm. That's also a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And Willem. I'd buy Rothia. <laughs> and I'd period burn the whole fucking country to the ground <laughs> trying to teach them to make baguettes properly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking barbarians. <laughs> you bread weird. <laughs> Why is your bread weird? <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> they say as they're burning. <laughs> and then regrets. <laughs> no baguettes, no regrets. Can we even? All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thanks to Austin for that. I almost said song for that <laughs> campfire question. If you too would like to offer up a campfire question, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate. All right, shall we get started? Wait! Maybe. Mm. Uh, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Begin the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we last left off, we were, you guys were in a chamber full of moving gears, moving parts. You had just battled the amalgam calcifer and you found yourselves in this chamber that had a column in the center made of metal with a little window. And through that window, y'all could see an emaciated, atrophied, calcifer face within. You guys also notice that there seems to be some sort of fluid inside, as if containing him. There's steam that periodically sort of billows from the pillar itself. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts in here, and it seems to be a machine that all kind of connects to this central pillar. Does real Calcifer look, like, awake and alive, or more, like, sleepy? 
Uh, he is asleep, it looks like. His eyes are closed. His face is very gaunt. You can see, uh, like, blue-gray skin that he has and what appears to be, like, very, like, matted, darker hair that seems to be kind of swaying in the in the fluid. It's There appears to be some sort of volition to the fluid. Like, there's, there's movement in there um, as if it's circling, cycling around him. But he does not appear to be aware of your presence. So, Is there a control panel somewhere? Uh, give me... Well, you don't need an investigation check for this. You look around and you see that, as far as you can tell, there is only one spot that there could be a control panel. There, Along one wall, there's a bunch of levers kind of sticking out of a brass plate, what, what appears to be like a brass or a copper plate. Um, but there's four levers and then one large dial. So does he what does he look like as far as uh, what he's wearing and stuff you said his hair is floating around so he's not wearing a mask or anything that you can tell no this is this is Lars this is the Lars that you remember from your childhood just older and more atrophied and Penwin and Gorbel you guys realize that this looks very 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 similar to the face that you saw if not obviously much more emaciated, but the face that you saw in that memory, that back-in-time memory where you watched uh, Gorbel's father take on the master and Aro. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, what? Which guy? Her dad. This looks like my dad? Correct. <gasps> Your dad is Lars? That's confusing. That doesn't make sense. Lars was our age. Yeah, what? Oh, uh, did he go? There are other ways to share faces. There are other worlds than these, or maybe he aged more. Maybe he's or son. Maybe he, he did some timey wimey <gasps> shit. It's your brother. It could be your brother. It could be um. It's, it's your mother. Your father. <laughs> so we know that we your know sister and your brother. <laughs> we know that Lars followed us in to the the he sits on the throne of vines realm. We don't know how long he was there though. Um, like he presumably could have become an adult and then gone back in time and then done whatever. So he could be your dad even. Um, but you guys recall in the memory them transferring Lars. You two remember them transferring Lars making him smaller and saving his life by making him an infant. To save his life, he who sits on the throne of vines transformed Roshgal, Gorbel's father, into a baby. Who is Lars? Uh, uh, do you guys remember that? Now, yeah. now that makes sense. So he is your dad. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Was that right before <laughs> the whole Lance dying? Lance and Yarfrey dying? Uh, I think it was somewhere around there. It's hard to remember exactly when, but some somewhere okay. in that w- window. Gorbel, oh sorry God. I Gorbel. shot. Yeah, Gorbel, sorry I shot at your dad before. Um, well, I didn't really know my dad, and if my dad is trying to destroy the world, maybe aim better next time. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely shot him. He just, he just didn't die. Yeah, I've definitely got a bad track record with your parents right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how long is it? I know this is detracting from the reveal, which is 
very surprising and I wish we <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. I wish we <laughs> <laughs> very surprising. Yada, I wish yada, we yada. could keep track of all these twists and turns that hit us, but um wow, that's crazy. But anyway, uh how long has it been since I cast Legend Lore? I had that going for the intent of going for 10 minutes and I wanted to cast Legend Lore on Max. Wisely Max. Oh, yes. You should be able to access that now if you would like to. All right. So I will reiterate the spell just so you know. Name or describe a person, place, or object. This brings to life your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. It might consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive is. So what you learn from your legend lore, Tomar, is Wisela Max was born on the Starlight Plane. He is the son that, as far as anyone knows, he is the son of Benelok. One of the three Archfays who kind of control the Starlight Plane and have kind of made a mess of things. And you know, you know, you've got Olafeist, Benelok, and Mirlock. Wise Lamax showed a great aptitude at a young age for planar magic and was able to open access points out of the Starlight Plane, even as a youth. Something that his father and his uncles were unable to perform as they had their own rules that they had to follow. But unbound by those laws and rules, Wisela Max was able to leave, and often did. He would travel to different planes, and he gained a ton of power and energy over time, and eventually he became kind of heralded as some sort of mythical figure that would show up in, during the thick of battle at an opportune moment and save people, uh, or collapse an entire mountain range. Things that you'd talk of like titans or gods, Wise Lamax is also spoken in the same breath. Wise Lamax and his father had a falling out, after which Wise Lamax left the Starlight Plane forever. It is said that Wise Lamax ascended, though what that means no one really knows. But no one's seen him in any of the planes in almost a hundred years. The last known whereabouts of Wisla Max were during a climactic battle between Vildalin and Rothia, where he protected a small town from being destroyed, not choosing a side. Hmm. So a chaotic, was that recent? Chaotic neutral day. Hundred years ago? Oh, that was the hundred years ago? Mm-hmm. Was that Moonreach? It was not Moonreach. It was a nameless town on the border oh, of Rothia and Vildalin. So over by Aegir? A bit beyond that. So I have a theory, and I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> um, after I tell them who, like, more about the Wislamax, um, I'm starting to wonder who the the person, the he who sits on the throne of vines is. And, like, we saw those vines here, and there's just some weird mystery with that. And I'm wondering if that being is an archvey, or if Wislamax was the one who sat on the throat of vines before Lewin did, or like <sighs> it can't be Benelok, I don't think, and it can't be 
Well, it could be Benelok, I guess, but it can't be like Olafice because he's been trapped in the Starlight Plane and then Mirlock's been doing his thing. Do you guys think that that was an Archfey that was father this whole time? Probably. I mean, at this point, it definitely checks a lot of boxes. Also, like, what the hell? Why, why, why would father raise us, essentially, and then also save my father who, and turn him into a baby who, with the plans of him then going to destroy the world that we are destined to save? Like, what, what kind of fucked up game is this? Do you guys still want to just straight when up? You- Put it like that, that is a fucked up game. Do you guys still want to just straight up murder your father, or do you want to ask him some questions? I definitely want to talk to him if we can. I'm very confused. I don't have any idea what's going on, really. Did Lars just randomly show up, like, when we were kids? What do we know about that time? Who was he staying with? Um, He he was staying with uh, Mayor Glee. Um, He... He was basically like an adopted son of Mayor Glee. He was friends with uh, Jalen and Ulf. Those were the three bullies that tormented you when you were kids. But he showed up a few years later. You knew that, but you don't remember it because you were really young. But he was definitely adopted because Mayor Glee was a half-elf. So presumably your dad got in a fight with the master, right? You guys had that vision, got in a fight with the master got babyfied was that right after we got transported to the the one realm with the father uh this is what they were shown when they were in the bag of holding i mean uh timeline wise did that happen oh yes this happened shortly after you guys left but before you guys would have gone with the father because you guys were the original yeah you guys yeah because you guys were like 10 11 and stuff oh when that happened but I've... Have I ever seen the father? Because I wasn't there then. I don't believe you have, ever. Okay. The only one you know is Lewin. Yeah. Okay. Can we remember any features of of the father? Unfortunately, every time you try, his face is obscured. Uh, it's the master! Like father, like fucking son. It's the master, man. Because that that same magic happens with the master. I can't recall his face at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless that's an Archfey thing. Did we ever get any vibe from Lars growing up that he was like my my baby dad? (laughs) Not my baby daddy. Weird vibe to pick up on. Baby style. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) He would literally be your baby daddy. Episode title. Someone help me explain my family situation. Would he even? I'm my he, own grandpa. Would, <laughs> would he even remember? Is it like a a thing where you retain your memories when you're babyfied, or are you just this new persona? Yeah, maybe. Babality. Maybe he was. So it sounds like he was kind of a bully to you all. Maybe he was like that to protect Gorble, or to make sure an incest thing didn't happen. <laughs> I would, yeah, that I would probably actively try not for that. <laughs> probably. Yo, get away from me, you piece of shit. I didn't say anything to you. What's your, I said, fucking get away from me. You would be that worried about a child, <laughs> <laughs> Win-Win. <laughs> oh, 
What if, what if he just doesn't remember, though? What if he doesn't remember his past? Th that's possible. Yeah, let's Calcifer has not acted like like my dad at all. He remembers the plight of the hobgoblins for some reason, but I don't know. Maybe I mean, someone's messed with his mind. I mean, definitely. Can we wake him up if we tap on the glass? Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> can we, wait, hold on, can we like, uh... Roll to aggressively tap. Can we message him or something, <laughs> or... <laughs> can we figure out what these controls do for sure oh. before we, like, just unleash him upon us? Sure. I'm not saying let him out. <laughs> well, uh... Can we, I, just I mean, do we want to use a spell slot for that in off? case we have to fight later? If we could just tap and talk to him, you just give it a little tap. Give it a little tap. tap what if it's tap it what if it's magically protected? What if like waking him up will make him like crazy? At least it won't take a spell slot. <laughs> Can I uh, do an Arcana check? Oh, there we yeah, go. On, on the Cylinder. apparatus that he is in. Sure. The okay. cylinder. Would you call me? I called you a motherfucking cylinder. You're in another fucking zip code. You can't do shit about it. Uh, that was a 29. 29. So with your arcana check, you 100% know that this was constructed specifically to contain definitely some powerful magic, though you can't tell what kind of magic that is based on it. But there, there's no doubt in your mind the way this is all set up, this looks exactly like something you have seen in the past in like wizard labs or even like a sorcerer's uh, kind of like enclave, like where experiments happen with magic. This 100% fits the bill. You said Can he I looks. Tell if it's warded by magic, like in a defensive way, like, hey, don't touch, like an electric fence kind of thing. Uh, the way it's designed, it's hard. It, that would be really hard to tell without maybe identifying. But I can tell that it is guarded by magic. Uh, not necessarily, but you could assume that it was. You can't say with certainty, but usually that sort of thing is. You said he looks old as shit, right? Uh, not really old, but like... Withered? Yeah, withered. Does he look our age but withered, or does he look older than that? Uh, give him perception check. Fuck. All nice. of us? If you want to participate. Yes. yes. I want to precipitate. How old do you look? 36. 26. 32. Wow. Okay, well, you're all in, like, the general same age range. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard Damn. to know now, since Lars is your dad. Thought, Who's our age? Little... Who's not I our did. age? 18. 18. I uh, think he looks young as fuck. Yeah, all of you guys <laughs> can tell that... If it weren't for his withered nature, he would be roughly your age. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks for rolling. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and come back next to 9 week. Central Time, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Call us anytime. Thank you, BK, for the McRib. Okay, so we shouldn't <laughs> tap rib. on the glass? Okay, then should I just message him telling him to, like, wake up? And then we can talk to him? I don't know what your obsession is with tapping on the glass pin one, but I'm going to tell you right now that seems like a bad call, at <sighs> least without trying other stuff first. Come on. Like what? 
I mean, we have ways to I communicate mean, mentally. Sure, we, we have sure. these knobs yeah. and levers. Um, right, but wouldn't don't we run the same risk of like waking him up and potentially mm-hmm. getting into the same sticky situation yeah. that we're worried about? I yeah. just I make it like a, <laughs> and then I uh, just stand back and. Let especially them do if whatever. That, especially if that stuff comes out of the cylinder, that's pretty sticky. How do you know it's sticky? It looks <laughs> sticky. Are you kidding me? Does it look sticky? Perception check. It's Somebody sticky. Do a perception check. Another. Somebody lay hands on Pinwin. Twenty-five. How sticky? He knows too much. <laughs> it looks sticky. All right. Thirty-three. Yeah. <laughs> it's it looks jelly. real sticky. It's jelly. So sticky. It's, it's Nickelodeon gack. Look, I know sticky, and it's sticky. <laughs> I was the plumber in Shade Home. <laughs> My chore was trying to scoop up the tree sap from this broken tree. <laughs> that we wasn't didn't sap. Wanna, we didn't want to burn it because we're against burning trees, so I just <laughs> kept scooping up the sap. What do you guys so- burn instead? Weed. Uh, <laughs> Just getting the trees. Yeah. I'm smoking all the trees. Uh, smoking resin. I mean, if you want to tap on the glass, Pinwin, I know you well enough to know you're going to do whatever. It's, it's fine. I mean, uh, I pick Pinwin up and hold him up to the glass. I mean, I wasn't necessarily going to tap it, but... I huck Pinwin at the glass. (laughs) 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 And Pinwin is dead. (laughs) It just evaporates. It's so like, do you do you actually throw Pinwin at the glass? It's like overly no, dramatic and it, it like shatters. So that you can tap the glass. And the whole... Do you tap the glass? <laughs> um, you really think I should, Willem? I mean, we run the risk of anything. Will it hurt me? <laughs> oh my gosh, just do it. Can I tap it with my mage hand? I'm going to take out my mage hand there and tap go. it. There you go. There you go, Pinwin. Thank you. <laughs> I clap from like 30 feet back. <laughs> the clapping like wakes walk. up Calcifer <laughs> he's pissed It's a clap on, it's a clap on Don't wake daddy I clap it off, I clap it off <laughs> Episode name Episode right title, yeah. <laughs> That was good God damn it, good job Thanks uh, Yeah, I'm tapping the glass with my mage hand though What happens? Your mage hand immediately disperses Mmm <laughs> That's did, not good. Did he do anything? Nope. Well, glad that wasn't my finger. Tomar raises his <laughs> eyebrows. Well, it could just okay. be a... It could just get rid of magic. You're right, Gorbel. Pinwin <gasps> should put his face on Gorbel, it. Gorbel, can you sword it? <laughs> you could tap it with a sword? Wait, do Nullif- we want to want to know? I don't know if it? I want to release it. Yeah, <laughs> I want... Oh, the, the, why I bring this up is because right now he's trapped. He might not have been the one to trap him in there. Maybe we should try and talk to him without letting him out. Yeah. And then we let him out. <laughs> so what, I thought that's okay. what we were doing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's we're we're all in agreement of that. We yeah. are? Yeah. Yes. We're talking are you sure? to him. I thought that's what the plan was. We're Nobody was like, let him. him out. What is your <laughs> where are you getting this idea that we all want to let him out? <laughs> Why is poking the glass the the thing, the g- conclusion to, to jump talk to? To talk to him. 
That's just to, to get him attention. The fuck up so we can talk to him. <laughs> you know, like hey, when you're trying to God. talk to a fish. Fishy. Yeah, you know, Fishy. <laughs> Tomar goes back to the other boss. <laughs> yeah, I can deal the, with this. The battle music just kind of slowly fades back. <laughs> yeah, it's really muted right now on the other side of the wall. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, He's just standing there. <laughs> How awkward would that be to go back into the boss room and like, what is the boss doing? Like, are they still ready to fight or though? He's, He's on break. They're just He's talking like about unionizing. He's like eating a peanut butter sandwich sitting on a rock. Then he sees me. He's like, oh, oh. But then he, his mouth is all peanut buttery, so we can't even. You're not gonna tell my boss about this, are you? <laughs> his mouth is all peanut buttery, so we can't even talk. And he's like, oh. He's wiping the peanut butter off. Sword, grab sword, it just slips out of his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Man, and he took his retainer out so he could eat that PB and J. Now that's going to get lost, and that's expensive. Replacements aren't covered by insurance. Going to have to look through that garbage. And he had a retainer on during the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're supposed to keep it on during all activities except except eating. You know, for good, like, oral hygiene. Yeah. 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 Um... <laughs> but, uh, that's yeah, why they're I mean, unionizing. They don't have good dental right now. Henchman <laughs> insurance. Their unionizing is forming into one congealed mass. <laughs> <laughs> A literal union. You've heard of We Are Legion. We Are Union. <laughs> it's pronounced onion. Um, <laughs> maybe in Rodeo. <laughs> Goddamn Rodians. <laughs> Anyway, uh, about Calcifer, are we yeah, like... Oh, so yeah, taking care of I business. Could, I can cast message. Do we want to say, hey, wake up, or hey, why are you in there? Tell us things, or what do you, what do we say? What, what are we saying? I'm confused. Gorbel, are you able to cast message or no? Wait, didn't we just kind of get the impression that magic can't penetrate that oh well that's a that mage hand is like a a physical yeah manifestation but maybe mentally like you can cast message across distance and stuff um maybe who knows i don't know it's It's worth a shot it's a cantrip okay it's a catnip it's a catnip yeah not for me you definitely had a message before who uh Lindsay. oh never mind it is (laughs) <laughs> Wait. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tell me more. Oh, I, I confused sending and message. What's the difference between sending and message? Message you can do within like 30 feet of somebody. But, you did that on Alphaba. But, oh, but sending right. you, have, you can do that's anywhere. That's the difference. Okay. Well, that's great. Oh, yeah. This is no big deal. Let me just... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll whip my finger out and point it at Calcifer. <laughs> Easy, buddy. What am I saying? Hi, Kelsfair. It's me, Pinwin. <laughs> um, and and your daughter, Gorble. And your daughter, Gorble. Did you know she's your daughter? Are you alive in there? 
Are you aware of what you're doing outside of this cylinder? Is there's there, there's mean, no limit on message. Just send it. Maybe not, no. <laughs> Which is a bad choice for <laughs> Wizards of the Coast. And also, since I wasn't there during your guys' childhood, let me tell you about my childhood. This is just torture <laughs> for him. <laughs> like, oh God. You see his face. He just grimacing. Just delete it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, just, the goo starts bubbling. It, his face starts Boils to himself slowly. Alive. Grimace more and more. <laughs> Just sad, like. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So I send that. How's it go? All right. Uh, you feel as though your sending goes out a few feet and then basically splashes to nothing against the cylinder. I think we need Gorbal Sword. Gorbal Sword. Gorbal Sword. What if it negates yeah. the sword? Ooh. Mm. Maybe, but my bigger concern is that it's going to release, release like, not be able to trap him anymore. It'll just be a regular glass. Yeah. So what else are we like, going to do? What do these uh, switches say? Okay, let's go over <laughs> to the switches. Switch to Omar. What's the knob say? What's yeah, the knob do? Did they say anything? <laughs> are you guys just touching it? Can I roll <laughs> knobs? Hey, what's this do? Well, what is this, man? Are, are they labeled <laughs> at all? Anything? That'd be way awesome. They're just like, bad one, good one. <laughs> or there's like tape over one part of the switch. Right. It's like don't. <laughs> <laughs> but and then, you just do the oops. <laughs> but at the same time, if a bad guy types or puts tape on it that says don't, does that mean good guy should? What font are the words in? Are they <laughs> malevolent font? Because that could comic be. sans. Yeah, they're evil. <laughs> a pirate. Does anyone speak celestial? Yes. Is that comic sans? Tomar. All right. There are four levers, Tomar. Above each are written words in Celestial. Wow. The first one says activate. The second one says deactivate. The third one says open. The fourth one says close. And the knob says frequency. Says talk to him. All right. You got activate. You got deactivate. You got open. And then close. <laughs> and then this is frequency. Tomar, I've never heard you make those sounds before. It's the power of the forge, man. What can I say? <laughs> uh, Do the deactivate. None of those I are yeah. helpful. Like, I they could deactivate. mean anything. <laughs> like, that could mean deactivate body inside. Yeah, let's do a frequency. I'm going to go over to the knob. <laughs> I, I, I vote deactivate. What are you doing? Stop <laughs> Well, Penguin's frequency <laughs> actually sounds like the safest thing to do. Yeah. Because, like, if we can talk to him, slightly turn it around, maybe we can see if it changes anything in here. Uh, maybe he'll get less sassy. I saw the movie, and that helped one child talk with their dead dad. So, <laughs> mm. that's true. Dad. Jim Caviezel. Dennis Quaid and Jesus Christ. Yeah, Gorbel is played by Jim Caviezel. <laughs> I don't know. Naturally. <laughs> he was Jesus is Dennis Quaid. Oh, Actually, can you. I get played by Jesus Christ instead? <laughs> Specifically, want, Jim Caviezel. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, let, if Pinwin, you want to turn it. Just turn it a little am, bit. A little I am, bit. I am doing it. Okay. I am turning. Do you turn it left uh, or right? I will turn it right because right is right. All right. You watch as... All the gears and stuff start to slow down. They don't stop completely, but they do slow down considerably. You watch as the chamber 
the cylinder flashes like it flashes for a second, and then gets a little bit more dim inside. Does Lars look like he's any different? Not that you can tell. Should I turn it the other way or keep going this way? It looks like a mood light. How much switch. more? Yeah, how <laughs> it's a fucking lava lamp. Um, <laughs> how much more give do you have to the right? You've got some. <clears throat> some? Crank that bitch. To the right, to the right, to the right, to the right, to the right. I'm turning to the right, and <laughs> Lars is right. dead. Are you turning it a lot now? <laughs> just, just, just a wee bit. A wee bit more. It just breaks it off. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you turn it more to the right, and the gears slow to almost a stop. There's another flash inside the cylinder, and it goes dark. Fuck. Any changes? Don't like that. Well, back, it went back dark. to the left a little bit. Oh, back to the left. Okay, left a little bit. Just, just a little bit. It starts to pick up speed again. Is the light back on in there? It starts to slowly get brighter. Is he still in there? As far as you can tell, yes. You see his face, but I was like, I swear to fuck, if it comes back and he's gone, I'm just gonna go. Um. Well. I wish I'd thought of that. No. Do I start turning left more? No, it's heated up. Okay. All right. The gears start going faster and faster and faster, and the inside of the chamber gets really bright, and the chamber around you starts getting really bright as all the machines and gears start glowing almost with the speed and the friction heat. Um, it starts to get oh, hot. Daddy. Turn it down. Turn it down. Turn it down. Wait, but, but, Put it back to normal. Okay, back, back to normal. But why? That didn't help us. We don't know what's yeah, happening. What's the point of a boil, like a boil and freeze feature? All right. Oh, wait, I should try, should I try, um, message with it slow down? Hopefully this doesn't, like, exert energy for him and he's exhausted now. Also, I mean, I kind of hope that it does. Don't we want that? I guess that's true, but, like, too exhausted to talk where he's just like, ooh, tired, and that's all he says. Then I just kill him. (laughs) That also means too exhausted to fight. All right, I'll slow it down some and try message again when the light comes, just when the light comes off. Do you think? Okay. Why'd you say it like that? I said, okay, so you're going to turn it down, and you're going to wait until it flashes, like flashes goes dim, and then you're going to cast message again? Okay, so you do so. Yes. And you find that the message dissolves on contact once again. But as it goes dark this time, you guys hear a... In the other room, and then a... As a loud, large something hits the ground. In did a the different boss music stop. It, hits, it sure did. It hits the ground. <laughs> oh. That's what you get for trying to unionize. <laughs> I'm going to go stand in front of the door and hold it shut. Maybe we okay. want him out of this. Maybe this just makes him like a real person again and not a fake calcifer. I think we just let him out. Yeah. And then plan to attack him if he does anything weird. Yeah. At this point. Uh, Gorbel could even try your sword on it. I wish I had planar binding prepared, because then we could lock him here without him teleporting away. Yeah, that would be nice. But, I don't know. He doesn't really look like he's going on. Like, he knows what's going on, though, to be fair. Does he, after, after changing the frequencies, does he look any more drained? He does. He seems to look a lot more drained, and you can tell that his brow is a little bit more furrowed. 
Mm. Are they using his power to basically keep the ziggurat like powered? Go, yeah, basically. Yeah, was I got he, you. Was he powering That's the a good monster? Question. Was he powering the monster in the other room? That's what it yeah. definitely seems Ooh, like for sure. Does it? Does this like uh, determine like how far his reach or influence goes? Uh, what? Like he's had all of all of these like homunculi that he's mm. probably been controlling telepathically. Telepathically, I I got so used to saying the funny telepathetically uh, <laughs> that I almost accidentally said telepathetically. Uh, telepathically, does this like maybe turn down his telepathy? I think that's I think that's right. That sounds right. And that sound that we heard when we turned seemingly the power down was huge, humongo. Calcifer falling so, because he couldn't control it anymore. So maybe we turn it down just enough that he's not a vegetable and we can still communicate with him but he can't do anything outside this room. Oh man this is all like a really fucked up metaphor for like kids coming together to to, to tell whether or not they should pull the plug on their dying father. <laughs> Jeez. Nice job Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go cry now. Uh, will he even be able to talk if it's not... Don't we want to free him from this? Maybe he didn't want to be in this? Well, that's what I'm saying. We turn it down just enough. Well... I mean, it didn't... Do we have to deactivate it? Well, yeah, we can... Yeah, so we turn it down just enough, and then we pull open, and then we don't have to deactivate it. It'll still be open, but the frequency will still be down. Do we know that that that's what it's going to open? We don't know shit about fuck. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we can look for a manual or we can... No, I hate manuals. Let's do it. <laughs> and I will turn the nubbies. Any, anyone want to do the lever? Or can I do the lever too? I do the lever. All right. Teamwork. And which lever are you pulling? <clears throat> open, right? Is what we decided? Yes. Okay. Okay, you pull down and... <laughs> And then it, I well I, I I hover my hand over the levers and okay. I, the one that I think Tomar said was open and I look to him for confirmation. I nod. Okay, then I pull it. All right, you <laughs> pull it down, and it just pops back into place, and nothing happens. Nothing. Dumb. Did you pull it? <laughs> I think so. Did he? Nothing I pull in it here. Again. Can you pull it pull and it hold it down? You. <laughs> It pops back up. It opens the drain to the ziggurat. <laughs> so all the <laughs> shit opens a bunch of portals. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I pull it and I hold yeah. it down. All right, nothing happens. Oh my god, Seth! And the minute you release it, it pops back up. Mm. Do we want to maybe, like, step in there? Poke the glass! <laughs> what about deactivate? Was it this one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. You want to try it? Yeah. I, at this point. Let's yeah. do it. Crank. You crank it down, and suddenly you watch as a 10-foot radius sphere of magical energy appears around the cylinder. What? Okay, turn it back up to activate. What? Does the cylinder change or anything? Uh, Not that you can see, but it is hidden behind this magical energy. So we can't see? Nope. It's like a shining, like, really vibrant, like, sky blue. Try opening it okay. now. 
I try the open lever. Nothing happens. Oh my god. By extrapolating from the other levers that I've pulled, I pull the one that is activate. Willem, put a tape over the open one. It's clearly out of order. (laughs) (laughs) So you said you pulled activate? Yes, please. The field dissolves. And the cylinder is back to normal. And then I go to the other side of the levers and I pull the one that says uh, open close oh oh it's a backwards you watch as the you watch guys. as the cylinder begins to spin slowly and then you watch as up at the top where it connects to the ceiling it slowly starts to lower and a plank comes out on either side leading and touching the ground a plank yeah what yes like a wood plank i'm confused no like a metal like a, ramp like a like a walkway like yeah a gangway what's okay. like so you can get a, up there and like pull him out or i'm gonna go investigate yeah let's go with with karikianj in my hand I'm going to. I'm going to go up to Gorbel and I'm going <laughs> to be like, are you okay? Are you ready for what's going to happen here? Or like, do you have any game plan as far as how you're going to talk to him? Not really. I mean, I, I feel like, like everyone's kind of expecting me to care more about him than I actually do. Well, I mean, like that he's not my real family. I think Willem's in a similar boat with like his family. But I mean, I can't relate to this for you guys. Like me neither. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Penwin and I had wholesome ass families. Well, not even wholesome because mine was wholesome. My, <laughs> my dad was weird, and he did weird shit, and he was shady after the fact. But mine were at least too, your dad wasn't all. into baby style. But it's weird because like I can't put myself in those shoes. Like if I didn't know him at all. Like, what would I want to say to him? Like, I'd have a bunch of stuff to talk to him about. Yeah, that is hard. You've got to have a lot of questions. But she might not, because she doesn't (laughs) know him. Not particularly. He's clearly been... He's clearly been changed and corrupted by something. I don't think that is my... My real dad. Yeah, the cats in the cradle thing is played out at this point. I think if... Well, I, I have lots of questions for you. Not for you, but, like, for... You on behalf of on behalf of you, yeah. I think one thing, <laughs> the one Jeez. thing we may have learned this whole time, is that it doesn't matter what made you or where you come from. Family is like who you. That is what you make of it. Yes, like you make your own family. You make your own family. But I don't know. Yep, and he's family not part of it. Made. I'm okay with that. But if he was captured, that'd just be kind of sad. Well, let's. We can give him a chance to th- be your dad. I th- I feel like you're forgetting that this is the guy who has been haunting us. I've walked up the gangway and I'm sta- I'm standing on the precipice we- of <laughs> the cylinder, <laughs> looking into what I'm assuming is Kalsa Daddy's. Well, I am like, too. That's why. That's body. why I'm sounding far away. Well, I'm following you. Let's but- not forget that. There's been people that have been doing things against their will. Yeah. Too. Like, he's even, a bucky. Even if he was doing evil shit before, so did Lewin. Yeah. And we didn't give yeah, up on that's Lewin. That's true. 
maybe he's been trying to implant himself in our dreams because he's trying. He's been trying to like get help. Maybe he used to. You guys have been having Kalsa dreams. Maybe he used to yeah. dance with Gorble, and maybe he's been <gasps> dancing to try Stop. and get her to remember the times they danced together and shit. We gotta reunite him. You don't <laughs> dance like that with your daughter unless there's some fucked up Wait, shit going on. I thought I was. I thought I was taken in like it. A really young age. Taken in? By Tomar's family. Uh, you were like, yeah, like three or something, three or four or something. Maybe six. It's hard to remember. I'll look it up. <laughs> three, four, 34, whatever. <laughs> 82. But yeah, you were fairly young. But you remember your mom when you were a baby, but you don't remember your dad. Okay, did Willem and I get there? How's it going? So you guys are standing at the top of the gangway, and you look down into this murky water, and you can see the shape of the body in there, but nothing nothing happens. Nobody comes out, um, and it doesn't appear that the whatever was keeping the magic in or at bay was is bothering you at all. It's just like you're looking down into it, and nothing is happening. Does is he in there? You can see his shape down below, but it's like 10 feet below you. Does he look oh. dead? Because the gangplank goes all the way up to the, like, the top of the cylinder. Oh, and then you like have to go in to get him? Ooh. So you're like looking down into a tube. That's poorly designed. Where's the claw machine? <laughs> yeah, we need a claw. I'll call over the side. Lars! Lars, are you okay? Dickweed. Ass hat. Maybe baddie Lars. Maybe dad Fancy Lars. <laughs> uh, Pinwin and... Willem, give me investigation checks. Okay. Or really, no, give me perception checks. Okay, I like that oh, more. Oh, shit, I already ran. Perception, perception. What's your perception? 18. 35. Okay, uh, Willem, it's actually really hard for you to kind of, like, you're kind of creeped out by the seeing the form beneath the water. Um, yep. Because it's clear that whatever's down there doesn't need to breathe, as far as you can tell. Um, and, Pinwin, you see... There's this little latch with a just a, like a burnished copper uh, handle on it right underneath the rim. You're just short enough that you can see at an angle. Okay. Can I reach the latch? You can try. I will try. Okay. You reach the latch. Nice. I'm going to pull the latch. <laughs> you pull the latch and Tomar and Gorbel <gasps> give me dexterity saves. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Why? And then the the ground monsters come out. 15. All right. You guys watch and are quick to react as you watch as seams appear down the sides of, like multiple seams appear down the sides of the cylinder as the parts kind of pop open and out and the liquid just pours out towards you and kind of splashes down along the the floor, and you guys are able to avoid it ew, and get out ew, of the way. Ew, 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 Does ew. it stink? I'm wearing sandals. Gross. <laughs> yeah, get away it's from that. It's getting that. in between so your sticky. toes. It's very, like, viscous and sticky-ish. Ugh. And as the planks, planks, as the panels kind of, like, like separate, they start to fold up into one single one, and then it slides up into the ceiling. Then you guys' gangplank lowers... Oh, that's not, that's convenient. To the floor. And as the kind of like warm 
humid mist starts to fade, you guys can see that there's just a figure standing where the cylinder was. Oh, standing. Does this all seem like futury technology, or does it seem like uh, gnomish? Um, it's not gnomish. Give me, give me history. Can we all? Sure. Yay. If you would like. I sure would. I won't force you. History. Mm, I don't know anything, probably. 30. 13, maybe? Eight. 13's okay. 20. Oh, that. Okay, uh, okay, Gorble and Willem. Uh, there was one night at a bar, uh, back in Moonreach, when you guys were out there drinking, you guys met up with a, a group of adventurers who stopped into town, and one of them was talking about how they found these ancient ruins that were filled with, like, advanced technology, and they almost didn't make it out alive because there were... It was so weird because they could tell that it was so old, and they believed it belonged to some ancient civilization, but the doors seemed to move on their own without the assistance of magic. Um, What the fuck? Are we living in a post-apocalyptic world? Is that what's happening? Was it hobgoblin technology? You don't know. What the fuck? Garble, you remember that one night at McCool's? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) So not the one where we lost all our money playing quarters, but the one where we cleaned house playing quarters. And there was that guy there with the weird wonky eye. (gasps) He was talking about all his fucked up adventures. Yes. What did he say? Well, he was talking about uh, nobody believed him because it sounds like bullshit, but I mean, this is what it looked like. Essentially, what he was describing was a bunch of stuff moving on its own, seemingly without magic. Is, I'm guessing it was mechanically, but uh, <laughs> see, is that guy still standing in front of us? <laughs> wait, no, see that? Yeah, as the mist clears, <laughs> you guys can see that the form of Calcifer is standing there wrapped very lightly in tattered clothing, skin sallow. You can see bones sticking through some of his skin. Some areas looks rubbed away. His hair is lank and missing in spots Mm. and long and matted. And he has a very, like one of his eyes is completely like, like clouded over. And the other one stares straight ahead as if uncomprehending. His jaw's a little slack, and he just stands there, unmoving. See, this, uh, growing up with family of storytellers, Willem and and Gorbel, and Tomar, too, you should all know that whenever someone with a wonky eye is telling you things, it's usually true. It's at least interesting, but... um, (laughs) I like that Penguin's saying this while everyone else is like, what the fuck? Yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to march up to Calcifer. Yeah. I'm going to try and get him to drink from my water skin. Oh, that's nice. So you lift the water skin up to his lips, or is that how you kind of do it? Yeah, because he he looks pretty decrepit Mm -hmm. and, like, out of it, right? Like, he doesn't seem like he has much agency at this point. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to try and get him to drink from the water skin. Uh, It doesn't appear that he's even aware of your presence at the moment. Can we... Um, I'm going to take a cloak out from my pack, and I'm going to wrap it around him. Okay. I'm going to do a medicine check on I was just going to say, is someone proficient in that that can do it? I got a 30. Ooh, good. Okay, so you can tell that, you, like, you're looking at his body, 
uh, like especially like the air, like he's obviously been uh, at times restrained. He's been prodded with things as if like things were hooked up to him. He has been emaciated. Like basically, it looks like somehow this might be be a bit beyond you what your understanding of capabilities are, but as if he was being fed only through some means, like, intravenously, which isn't common at all here. Did we just unplug Calcifer from the Matrix? <laughs> you can also tell that the by, based on his eye, the way his eye is not, like, registering anything, but the fact that he's able to stand, and you can see that he has shallow breathing, There, the thing that seems to be befuddling his mind isn't physical, but magical. Mm. Huh. Ooh, Can you ooh, poke him with ooh. your sword? Yeah, Gorbel. Oh, I'm not going to poke him with it. I'm just going to give him a little tap. Something, yeah, yeah just see if that helps. Oh, oh, now we want to tap. Something, <laughs> something. I, wa- I wanted to tap. Something bad. I suggested the tap. <laughs> <laughs> I was team tap from the get-go. I, I tap him. Something bad happened to this man. Yeah, and well, I. Well, now his daughter's going to tap him, so. I have <laughs> Who I I would like a little bit more information about um, everything about how we remember him being saved as a baby mm-hmm. or turned into a baby. Do we remember who um, like initiated that or requested it? Was it? It was your mother. Not that she requested he become a baby, <laughs> but that she was the one who brought him to the the to father to save. Mm. Hey, question and, real quick. Yeah, something I should have asked before. The cylinder mm-hmm. and all of these, uh, all of this machinery, does it seem like a prototype or like the first of like the vats that we've been seeing? There are similarities to the vats, yes. Mm. But you wouldn't be able to tell what stage necessarily. Or like they're, maybe they're, like an amped up version of the vats, like the vats are a mobile version of this. This is definitely, yeah, this has definitely got a lot more involved in it. Um, but there Shit. are definite similarities. Wow. God, did they fucking... Is he the template from which all the other ones were wrought and they've just been doing this fucking... And what happens yeah. when we kill them? Like, yeah. what are we killing exactly? Does it hurt him? Does it take pieces of him away? Oh, that's so just sad. Just a bunch of horcruxes out there. Father did secure him. The reason he didn't die was because the father... The reason he turned into a baby was because of Aro's spell that rebounded. Oh. Because he tried to send him back in time. Right, 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 right. right, He turned him into a baby. That's true. He sent time back through him. Uh, um, I guess I'm, I'm wondering if he volunteered to basically sacrifice himself like this for some bad cause, or if he has been trapped in it somehow. I And he's just being used. I don't know. But I go and I give him a tap with my sword of nullification. Did you wonder that out loud or just, like, in your head? Out loud. Okay. Um, well, then I will say, from what you described in his in your vision you had and in the diary of your mom or whatever, he seemed good. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem bad. Ooh, this is tragic. At all, but... But maybe he can help us now if we can get him better. Oh, I just... 
what happened to the father after, like, once he gave up the throne to Lewin? Yeah. Yeah. That's something and you guys is, don't know. And Fuck. how is Lewin? Fuck. Fuck. I, I don't trust him anymore. Fuck no. <laughs> Shit. What if it's like the fucking Starlight Plane and there needs to be mm-hmm. an Archfey there at all times? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, we and just they freed just them. Trying to, yes. Yeah, they were just trying to get the fuck out. <laughs> yes. What? I think we fucked up. Fuck. They, uh, oh, man. Seth, you make us feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right now it sounds like you're making yourself feel bad. Okay, so so I tap him, I, I tap him with the sword. What happens? He dies. Nothing happens. What? He doesn't seem to snap back. Not at first. Okay. Oh, I was keep like, holding normal, it on him. The normal reaction is something, you know, breaks down magically. But when you tap him with that sword, the sword seems to almost ripple. That's not good. Big magic. But nothing happens to him? Nothing happens to him. He stays exactly the same. But the sword reacts almost negatively. Can we Big try magic, to keep holding it and see what happens? It was his sword... Can you try and put it in his hand? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. It's too cool. Okay, it's too cool. So Even if it activates boss fight, <laughs> that's so fucking cool. Uh, please so don't I'm going to, fight. if that's what we're going to do, I'm going to say, well, just be ready for anything. And I'm going to go up to him and pick up his hand and put the sword in there and kind of close his hand over it and hold my hand over that as well. You feel like, so as part of being a bard, you and Pinwin can kind of hear, you you other two can't hear this, but there's like this weird whistling that you can hear, almost as if on a magical breeze. It's like the resonance of bardic magic. And you guys hear something just like kind of ringing off in the distance, and then you watch as the sword almost seems to elongate a little bit. That's hot. And <laughs> and the grip tightens on the sword. And he stabs us all and we're dead. <laughs> and you watch as the one eye kind of looks up directly at you, Gorbel. And then everything goes black. And suddenly, the lights come back on. And where, and where he was standing no is a hole in the ground but i was holding him yes and now he's gone with my sword with your sword fucking christ why'd you do that gorble <laughs> <laughs> Seth, why are you so that Suck was my whole gonna ass. be so nice. <laughs> it's his fault. He could have just had him be cool. It could have been so nice and sentimental. It still could. Maybe he just fell down the hole. <laughs> the sword fell on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's impaled. He's actually dead now. I you, called like, down no, the I, hole. Like it, not, it didn't even stab him. It just fell like on its side and it broke his frail frame. <laughs> you call down to the hole? Yeah. What do you say? I follow. Lars? You hear Lars, 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 Lars. Coming back up. And then you can, you guys can both, you and Pinwin can both hear that like high pitched note on the Bardic Breeze. Just kind of like somewhere. And it seems to be emanating from this hole. Do we recognize, do we recognize that note or do we recognize like a type of instrument or voice that's producing it? Give me a performance check. Okay. Both of us? 
Yes. Yay. If you're okay. trying to figure it out as well. well I'm yeah. getting mad uh, first session vibes from this. This is so fucking cool. 25. Oh, rolled like shit. 20. Th- both of those are good enough. You guys recognize a very subtle melody in there where you know that this is part of it. Like, both of you recognize this because it's a very famous song, but it's it's brought down and like, or it's it's gone up a couple of keys, so that's why I it takes remember. you such a like a little bit to figure it yeah, out. Like but it's a very happening. famous battle hymn. This happened before, right? This sounds super familiar. Out of character, this. And <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't want it to be considered metagaming just because it happened way at the beginning of the show. Like, not even the show. The very first session, I'm pretty sure how you made chose that Gorbel would be a bard is that mm-hmm. the door sang at her. Yeah. And she remembered the tune and was able to recreate oh, it. And yes. then the door opened. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's yeah, kind that's of why it. I'm asking. Okay, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and I thought you had a hang of that already. So, yeah, that's what okay, I remember. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. <laughs> Um, Not meta gaming. So yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Meta remembering. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so you get this like resonant sound and it's brought up a few keys, but then you realize like this is an ancient battle hymn of what was previously believed to be like a half work battle hymn, but the change in the key and there's a few variations that wouldn't traditionally be found in a half-orc battle hymn. And there's something that resonates specifically with you, Gorbel, that you're like... Hobgoblin. Yeah, this is a hobgoblin battle hymn. We gotta go in there, right? The phrase kind of repeats a little bit, and it's unresolved (laughs) every time. Willem and I are just standing there, (laughs) like, with our thumbs up our asses. Do we have to finish the... (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Okay, one, two, three... (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay, so, so what are you going to play if you're going to finish it, and what are you going to play? Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five, please. Um, what instrument? Oh, spoons. I was going to sing, but oh, I'll lute and sing. Okay, I'm going to play the sham. Okay, both of you give me performance checks. All right, guidance. So you you guys just watch them stand still for a second as you see this like weird hole in the floor. After Calcifer disappeared, and then they just immediately removed their instruments. Oh, yeah, I guess they didn't say anything out loud. Yeah, <laughs> they just instantly both removed their instruments so no, the same idea. So no guidance. I just stare at them really confused. 27. 31. Whoa. You guys play the fuck out of this tune. And, yeah, you guys just watch them just in complete syncopation start playing this beautiful song that sounds vaguely familiar but a little different than what you remember, and somehow they both know all of the notes. I just start... (laughs) (laughs) And as you guys complete the passage, you watch as that hole in the ground lights up, and a disc of energy rests on the top, and you can see your sword sticking out of it. Oh. Gorbel but it hovers as if almost as if it's some sort of transport. Oh. How'd you do that? Don't know yet. Do we need to get onto this disc? Is there anything else in this room? A lot of spinning gears. Uh, You could try and see if there's anything in these compartments. No exits or anything? It's just the the two that you came in, the one door that they came in and the trap door that you guys entered in. Son of a bitch. 
Let's let's go. Wait. Well, there's compartments. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's some compartments. I'll look in those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Give me an investigation check. I don't want to. Compartment. Apartment. What's your apartment? This doesn't seem like a room we come back to, so I wanna. Yeah. Cross sure. Off our T's. Sure. Sure. You find a penny. <laughs> it's not even D and D money. It's just a penny. <laughs> it's a Canadian penny. <laughs> Fucking oh, four. Shit. Wow. What is it? Four. Jeez. Uh Yeah, you don't really find. What you did you search as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Tomar, you don't really find anything. You're like opening things. Like it's almost like you're looking for something shiny enough, and yeah, you don't really find anything. And then what'd you get, Willem? <laughs> Funny enough, fourteen. Fourteen. Got the worst thing. Okay. Um, Willem, give me a luck roll. Ooh. You got it, dude. You feeling lucky, pal? I'm not feeling lucky, <laughs> and that's why. Three. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you're looking around and you don't really find anything. You find a few like trace, like evidence that somebody was walking through here, but that's about it. <laughs> Should me and right. Gorbel look too? Let's I'm disc not it leaving up. the sword. I, I mean, I can look quick before we go. <laughs> I'll look quick before we go. Give me investigation. Okay. Is the sword stabbed into the disc? All right. Yeah, it seems to be like like the tip seems to be stabbed into it. Twenty one. Twenty one. Give me a luck roll, Penwin. Okay. That's just regular twenty, correct? Correct. A twenty. Thirteen. That's a lucky number for some people. <laughs> Penwin, you're like kind of searching around and you're just kind of like trying to cover areas that you don't think they covered. And tucked behind one of the compartments, you see a small chest. All right. Take this with us. <laughs> as you pick it up, it kind of jingles as if there's glass inside. Ooh, we could open it quick. Let's open it quick. I think we should open What's in it there? before okay. we leave. I'll try to open it. All right. You see that there are four bottles in there. Mm-mm. Are they full? What you got there? Okay. Filled with something. Ooh, what? Can I see what the something in the pouch is? You open it and it looks like glittery diamond dust. Oh, diamond dust. The pouches are filled, or the bottles are filled with liquid. All seem to be the same liquid color, the same amount. Can I smell the liquid? Uh, not through the bottle. It's corked. Can I? Uncork it to smell it? Should I not do that? Any of you have a problem with me uncorking it to smell? Okay, I'm gonna uncork Unco- it and uncork smell. Uncork it, dork. <laughs> it smells kind of sweet. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I lick the tip and it dissolves. <laughs> Does this look like familiar juice? Yeah, can I roll history on it? Let's see. If- You're pretty sure it's a type of potion. Okay. All right. Um, well, I don't know what these are, but we can take it with us. Here, let me see that. Okay. I drink it. <gasps> Tomar, you can't just drink random drinks. Tomar, you feel completely healed. Yes. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fully healed. Better than you ever have felt in a long time to the point that you actually have 50 temporary hit points on top. Fuck yeah. You have consumed the potion of godlike restoration. Wow. You 
huge, huge. That is a game changer, <laughs> dude. Does that restore spell slots also? It does. Fuck yeah. Should we yes. should we wait until we are completely out just to utilize it to its best capacity? I don't capacity? know. I feel great, Pinwin. I know. I, I used I know. a lot of my higher level spell energy today, but now I feel good. I feel super good. I mostly just use my lower spell energy. I still have plenty of high energy. So maybe hold well, on to it. How's your actual health doing? Uh, minus 70, but... Man, uh, that stuff tastes good. Yeah, I can't wait to yeah, taste it. Yeah, it was really it. tasty. That's it, exciting. You know, you know, you're you're not one to exaggerate, but it, you you might say that it could even be better than a Tomar. <gasps> wow. I'm reluctant to say that, but it is good. <laughs> <laughs> it is tasty. Um... Hey, Tomar, is this dust what you use to bring people back? Uh, it could be. Want to look at it? I mean, I'll inspect it. I I can see this happening, right? Yeah. Wait, this seems... This seems highly unlikely that someone would just be stashing this here for the hell of it. Mmm. In the perfect... In the perfect quantity. Are there any... For the runes... Like, this seems like someone left it here for us. Yeah. You know, Gorbel, that's not weird of you to say. Also, all the stuff we've encountered so far was in Celestial, the language. And, oh. like, the Beholder Room had Celestial in it. Um, I'm starting to wonder who exactly built this thing. Yeah, I'm glad I shot the moon. <laughs> Maybe before what? I... <laughs> what? What? what did you say? Nothing? Maybe <laughs> before I drink the potion, I can try to investigate that one uh, diamond thing I have. I don't remember the description of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where I kept having to roll religion, but I was sucking oh, and yeah. it made me exhausted. Right. I mean, if you want to. I'm definitely wondering what You want to keep using your religion to... <laughs> I mean, go for it. By, by all means. Should I wait? You might not get another shot. Okay. Uh, I hope it's not bad. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it out again and try to understand it. Isn't that what I was doing? Yes, you can still do that. Okay. I'm going to help Pinwin because I'm super proficient in religion. Yeah, you are. So you'll have advantage. Okay, yay. <gasps> and I'll give guidance. Oh my lord. Yay! Okay, 21 without guidance. And then guidance is what? D4? Yep. That's exciting. I did it. What's going to happen? I hope I don't explode. 23 total. 23 total. Penwin, you receive a vision. <gasps> okay. As you peer into this orb-like object. It's almost as if you're drawn in. And you are swimming in an ocean of light. No, you're not swimming. You're floating. No, you're not floating. You're flying. You know that you are flying, not using the fly spell. You're soaring, and it's like you break through these golden clouds, and you look down, and everywhere around you, you can see these creatures with wings sprouting from their backs, flying around above a golden field and crystalline emerald and sapphire waters in rivulets of lakes and, and rivers. This is an, a wholly unique world 
beneath you and you're flying, though you do not have the wings that the others do, and they don't seem to notice you. You're flying high above and almost on a path that you can't control. You slink down through a valley, fly underneath a kind of a spouted waterfall, cut across some trees, and end up at a shrine in a cliffside. And at this shrine, you see a pedestal, and on top of the pedestal is an ornate golden egg. Hmm. Why are you looking like that? And the vision fades. Ah, golden egg. Dragon egg? Like a dragon egg? Yeah. Golden dragon? Yeah, shit. Like Unky, Unky Yarfrey? Unky Yarfrey. Cool. Okay, let's go now. Wait, what happened? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll relay <laughs> flying uh, people with wings, um, golden egg at a shrine. Are the people with wings, Pinwin, did, did they remind you or look like Lance? Did they? Their wings were different. Lance had leathery wings, like of that of a dragon's, whereas these were almost bird-like. Wings of nature! Wow. So are those... Celestials? The, the Azimar. Azimars. talking about. Yeah. That makes sense. Wow. That was cool. So you just got a vision? You didn't get anything out of it? No, I don't think so. Can you look at it again, or do you just have a vision. <laughs> I just... I mean, I think it's just a vision. Does it look like it'd give me anything else? You could try. Could you touch the egg this time? Okay, I'll try again to see if I can touch the egg. This is gamble, though. Alright, guys, just uh, keep in mind that Calcifer just either escaped or was <laughs> taken away from us. <laughs> yeah, Gorble, but egg. <laughs> <laughs> but side quest, let me play the slots. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're All going right, to give the me another saucer, okay? Religion check. Oh, shit. Okay. How was it at advantage last time? I helped you. I will do so again. Yay, thank goodness. It rolled where it was right on the cusp of like a 15, and then it was on a 5. It just was right in between. All right. Oh, so you, much better. 24. So you, oh, 24? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, you feel... Like you're plunging through clouds again. You're soaring. You see the same scene. You're moving... Like, you know where it's going now, and this time when you swoop down in front of the shrine, you get a little bit closer to the egg. Give me a dexterity save. Okay. Sorry, dexterity check. Okay. Dexterity check. So not a save? No, check. Oh, there we go. Save would have been better. Damn it! No! (laughs) If it was a save, I'd make it. Eleven. Eleven? You are almost touching this egg, and your vision fades. Should I do it <laughs> again? <laughs> you, Pinwin, you have now gained a point of exhaustion. Oh, dang. Well, I'm going to be drinking the potion anyway. Yep. Should I'm going to do it all over again. <laughs> all right. Now you're going to be doing this at disadvantage. Oh. Well, it'll be balanced. Oh, yeah. If he helps you, it'll be balanced. Oh, I rolled a 20. 25. Natural 20? Yeah. All right. Once again, you plunge down in and you already feel like the weight of this excursion for the third time kind of washing over you. And you pilot down the same path. You see the same things. You get closer and closer. 
Give me a dexterity check. I have inspiration too, so I might use that. Okay. I got 18, but I might add inspiration to it just in case. You think I should? I, I will just in case. What is inspiration? Was that Gorbel's? Maybe I should is it, wait. If it, is it bardic inspiration or just inspiration? Inspiration. Was it the inspiration then for the... Get, it might have been the whole day thing that Gorbel gave. Like, did oh. you ever use that bonus? I have my inspiration button on. I don't know. Maybe it was just reminding me of the Gorbel one. I don't know. I get confused. The Gorbel bonus was like 19, wasn't it? For like one. Yes. Yeah. So you can add a 19 onto that if you want. <clears throat> Otherwise, what did you get? 18. Without that? 18 is enough. Okay. You're able to graze the the uh, the edge of this egg and as you do you feel it crack beneath your fingers and you hear a voice that says take me somewhere safe <gasps> okay and as you emerge with another point of exhaustion Pinwin, in your hand flashes golden light in the opposite hand from this orb you are holding what appears to be a golden arrow <laughs> completely of light. Red. Damn. Sick. Nice. Oh, cool. Whoa. I have to keep it safe? Does that mean I shouldn't shoot it? <laughs> because that'd suck if it's just so for looks. Does it look like a little girl's arm? <laughs> uh, Don't shoot it. So there's something different in the resonance of these two objects. You feel like whatever was telling you to keep it safe was this orb. Oh, And this separate. seems like something completely extra. Cool. Almost as if it was some sort of reward. Yeah. Now I'm tired. But now, yeah, you have two points of exhaustion, so. Okay. Well, uh, now I should probably drink the potion, right? Or should I wait and use my spell slot? Penwin, you look awful. I might be able to make it. I got some energy you left to be. That's also that's also banking on the idea that you'll be able to get this bottle out and drink it before something kills you. Yeah, do you even know what exhaustion right. does to you? Okay. <laughs> uh, you all convinced me. I guess I am. You look like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll I'll drink my potion. Instantly, you feel completely Great. You have 50 extra temporary hit points. All of your spell slots are completely restored. Your HP is completely restored. And no more points of exhaustion. Okay. There's two left. I drink the other one. Are you for... <laughs> oh, I thought you were kidding. So you guys all climb onto the disc finally with Gorbel like stamping her foot impatiently? Yes. Yeah, uh, Pinwin, you mind if I hang on to one of those potions? Oh, yeah. Here's one for you, Willem, and one for you, Gorble. Thanks. I chug it. All right, you are instantly restored to full health. All of your spell slots in any inclement condition. So you guys all climb onto this disc. There's room enough for all of you. Yeah. Yes, please. All right. This now what? disc, this disc. <laughs> Down, please. Descend down, Lee. Yeah, if I hold the, if I like grasp the sword, what happens? The moment you grasp the sword, Gorbel, that's when it activates, and you guys head down at a great speed into this chasm. 
But then things start to change around you. This seems very similar to what you just experienced, Pinwin, almost as if you're moving through a vision. The rest of you guys see as the light starts kind of flickering around you, and you, as you descend faster and faster, you, like, plummet out of the sky. A dark, roiling cloud, a uh, storm cloud full of lightning, crashing, it's raining, and below you is a battlefield. You don't recognize any of the banners as you guys, f- like, continue to fall, but slowly, almost as if you're not actually there. And you watch as some gigantic clash happens, and suddenly, from the ground, erupts this gigantic form, made almost entirely out of energy, dark, like shadows and red fire, like echo from beneath its skin, almost as if it's keeping this well-contained. And with a gigantic arm, it sweeps through one column of soldiers, and they instantly vaporize as, they, as their screams are cut off and they disintegrate, and what remains, you guys recognize as necrotic flame. And that necrotic flame spreads through some more of soldiers, and some are like, you know, jumping out over the side to to get away from it. Yes. Do they look future at all, the soldiers? They do not look future They look very primitive. Okay. It's past. And the, this battle continues on, and then you guys see six shining points of light off in the distance. One gold, one green, one blue, one red, one like a purplish black, and one white. As six soldiers march onto the field, each carrying different glowing weapons. And, Gorbel, you recognize immediately the golden weapon in that hand is your sword. But the person holding it is not your father, but looks very, very similar to your father. You think you're looking at one of your ancient ancestors as six hobgoblins wield their weapons and begin carving a path towards this great beast. As this beast begins to try to climb out of the earth, it swipes at more, and these six mighty warriors clash against it, leaping around, flying through the air, slicing through it. One of the warriors holds up their glittering blue weapon which has a golden arrow affixed to it and the arrow slinks through the air strikes the beast causes it to scream out and collapse it's not dead but this seems to be the greatest wounding feature the rest of the warriors fly at it just clobber it from on top and eventually they are able to destroy it to a loud clamor of surprise and applause. This vision fades, and you watch as the golden sword is handed down from that soldier, that hobgoblin warrior, to another who takes it with him with his family on a boat traveling far away. You watch as many islands appear in the vision, off and off, and they go. Unrecognizable lands far beyond Argaria. Then, once again, this sword passes to another hand, smaller, but then it shows this hand growing, and over and over, from father to son, to from father to daughter, from mother to daughter, so it goes, over and over, until eventually, one warrior stands tall and strong, 
fully muscled, looking very similar to how you guys remember the vision of Roshgal. He and a similar but more feminine-featured creature, because they don't look quite like their predecessors, but they look like a combination. These two are obviously siblings. They stand in front of an iced tower, and they look over at their compatriots, a group of individuals, and you guys can see standing next to them, smiling and nodding, looking very excited to enter is Gorm, Iron Fist. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Wow! Jeez. What the hell? <laughs> you son of a gun. What a loaded what episode. Is... What's happening? <laughs> so much. Wow, your last name is Literalized Tower. <laughs> I dig shit like that. Yeah, that's really, this, is, this shit's getting cool, Seth. Wouldn't Sometimes. that be fun if, just that now. Were, if that were just a coincidence? <laughs> no, I don't. It's been it's been cool, but like no relation. Yeah, it wasn't that called was cool. Twinkie Tower. <laughs> that was cool. <sighs> All right, tell me why you guys deserve five points of boom. Pulling levers. Yeah, and knob and knobs, <laughs> and I'm sorry, and baby style. Yeah, and uh, you know, getting a golden egg and being relentless and trying eighty trillion times, even though we really needed to hurry. Deciding that the theme of the whole adventure is family is what you make of it. Yeah, giving away a sword, getting back a sword. That's true. That Seeing was the good. sword through the ages. Mm-hmm. Sword, sword. <laughs> A 10-part documentary that you can view now on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> all right, you all get five points of boom! Yay! Yeah. Yes! I think I stopped keeping track because I'm... You say that every time, so you have to have... Can I have you yours? At some point, stopped keeping track. Can I have yours? Because we might get to one if you give me yours. I know someone who's keeping track. I am. A lot. <laughs> also you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at her giant tally mark system over here. Oh. <laughs> She's doing tallies. How are you doing it? Notes. Putting in 83. With, yeah, I just put it in, it in my notes. I just put it in the notes for sure. Oh. <laughs> well, sometimes you get locked out of your Twitch and then you That's can't true. access That's it. True. That's true. Some people true. like cucumbers better pickled. Good point. A touche. Which is what Atale. is happening to her currently. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so she's using my phone <laughs> to, to access it through my account. Um. All right, so now it's time for tonight's MVPC. <laughs> Bing bong noise. I want you guys to tell me who the most valuable player character is for the audience and your benefit. Keep in mind, Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. When I count to three, I want you guys to hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to see become the MVPC and get an additional five points of boon. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Uh, Everyone know who they want? At uh-huh. first I knew, and then I realized that everyone did cool shit. That's me! No! <laughs> Um, you should, ready. You should actually choose someone instead of rolling. But it's literally everyone did shit. Yeah, like he, like you everyone did stuff. Okay, fine. Just pick one. <laughs> okay, fine. Trust your gut. My gut is in three directions. Yeah, but you had an idea first, and then you were like, "Wait, 
but then cool shit. Yeah, just go with your initial instinct. Yeah, yeah. that's your gut. Yeah. All right, on the count of three. <laughs> one, two, three, vote! All right, we've got three votes for Pinwin and one vote for Gorbel. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorbel? I voted for Gorbel because of the really cool sword stuff. I And it plus it took a lot for her to give that up. That'd be really hard. It was also very scary, um, but I'm really glad she did. I think it'll be good. And um, yeah, I don't know. Her story is really cool. Yeah, and I don't know. We all did awesome shit, though. Willem was really helpful and was totally helping me if I was going to tap on the glass and stuff and was helping me with controls. And then Tomar was giving me guidance as I got the golden egg. So it was like everybody. But yes, Gorbel. Very nice. Gorbel, why'd you vote for Pinwin? I voted for Pinwin because he was curious and it paid off. And he ended up with a super cool golden arrow. Very nice. Willem, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Uh, Pinwin found some dope potions. Pinwin had a dope vision and got a dope egg that got him a dope arrow that I'm not really sure what it does. Um, And Pinwin and Gorbel both did an awesome performance of a song out of nowhere that surprised and initially scared me. (laughs) uh, It was amazing. Very cool. I've never felt assaulted by music, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. um, uh, Penguin's persistence pays off. And that was a lot of reward for Penguin just not giving up and continuing to do things. (laughs) Side message. Don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> I also like to go G.I. Joe. <laughs> Very nice. Well, that means tonight's MVPC is Pinwin it's me. <laughs> Take your five points of boon and figure out what the fuck's going on with that orb. Yeah. Where is safe? A safe. I don't have one. Buy a safe. That's what I would buy with Austin's money. <laughs> Austin's money. <laughs> a safe. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And thanks to all of you patrons out there and all you listeners. Uh, if you want to become a patron or if you just are interested in seeing what we have available, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Consider checking out our Apple podcasts and rating us. Consider rating us five stars. We really appreciate it. That means so much to us. And you know what? What we really like is seeing reviews. So if you want to make us feel like we are loved, leave us a review. And on the plus side, we will read it on our podcast. Anybody who leaves a review, Gets red, no matter what. Even if it uh, says I, wild whores. Even if it just says wild whores. Especially if which it is says. what we're hoping for. Fingers or we're hoping for a cease and desist from Hungry Man. <laughs> but um <laughs> into those first initial episodes. Uh yeah. And also check out our Discord. It's free, open to the public, and you can come hang out with us and chat. But other than that, I think that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. I am your host and DM Seth. And this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. 
Arrivederci, motherfuckers. Daddy stars. Yes. Hey. <laughs> that scared me. Buddy. Watson, quiet. <laughs> Watson's just like. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the fuck you say to me? <laughs> you waddle your fat ass over here and say that to my face. Is he sitting in my spot again? Because that'd be so cute. He is not. Aww. I'm not sure where he is, actually. He's probably in one of his like hideout spots. That'd be weird as hell if he were and he was still staring at where I was sitting. <laughs> Something's not the same. <laughs> Think I'll buy a boat today. <laughs> Has your cat done any weird ghost cat shit before? All the time. He's constantly just staring at like the corner or like behind us or just at something. And it's just like, dude, would you fucking quit? My favorite is when we're trying to go to fucking sleep and he jumps up on the bed lays down and then looks out down the hallway, but not just like, I'm just hanging out like intently, like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, what the fuck are you looking at, man? I'm trying to sleep here. One second. Argus, go kennel up. (laughs) He just keeps like leaping on me and like trying to play. And I'm the jerk that won't play with him. Yeah. Oh, he's bringing back a toy because he thinks that's what I want. <laughs> God damn it. Stupid cute dog. <laughs> that's pet the problem him, with getting cute him. dogs. Pet Gotta him. get a really him. ugly one. Thank you. I'm petting him. What yeah, we should have got an uglier dog. <laughs> way, way easier to say no to. Neglect. <laughs> yeah, mistreat him. He's <laughs> so ugly. Ew, get away. <laughs> yeah, right. I will play with cute dogs. <laughs> Shouldn't we sink? We already done sank. We sank I before the campfire question. Don't remember. Because I told Billy his his clap was good. Yep. Oh yeah. And my testicles grew two sizes that day. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still today, and they're still growing and help. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Billy actually is stuck to his chair now. <laughs> God, was I I think I was telling I may have said it on the podcast when I was reading recently and I saw the word union and I was like who spells onion like this? <laughs> and I felt like a real big idiot. It's literally only one letter different. Yep. And the U does make an uh sound a lot. Yep, yeah. Yep. It's, it's not out of the realm of reason. Yeah. Yeah, it, no. English I like that my immediate reaction was that someone else is an idiot, <laughs> not me. They're all the fools. <laughs>